0: night skies. I love the stars and the moon and when there's lightning I get so excited about lightning. I feel charged like I could just take off and change into something else. I remember when I was young and we were visiting family in Denver. It was the end of a hot summer day and we sat on the porch under the awning and there was a storm rolling in. The thunder was roaring louder and louder, and the lightning was flashing closer and closer, until all of a sudden, the storm was upon us, and the rain came down, and it was so refreshing and cool. And I was inhaling that energy. I could taste the electricity in the air. My heart was pounding, and I felt transformed. Stories are like that, transformative. Stories are not just an ingredient in the recipe for life. Stories are how we make sense of the world. Now, I'm no scientist. You know, I'm an artist. But there are a lot of scientists who are studying how story affects the brain. There's this man, Paul Zak. He's the director of neuroeconomic studies and he and his team are studying a story, and they have found that the simplest narrative, it hits the brain of the listener like a bolt of lightning. And the listener's brain lights up in the same places as the teller, and evoking this intense empathic response. I think that's great that science is studying you know, what's happening to our brains. But I believe that stories not about what's in our heads. No. It's about our heart voice and listening to our heart voice. Like right now, I'm talking and you're listening. And we're connecting. We're building an understanding and trust. Back in the heyday of the internet, I had this really great job, you know, when it was the internet bubble, and it was beautiful. And I collected stories for a living. That's what I did. I infiltrated corporate America, and I worked with real people with real problems who just wanted to be heard, and I listened. And then everything changed. The bubble burst, and the president of my office left, And there was a new president, and I remember sitting in his office, and he was telling me that he had just fired the only other person who was more of an oddball than me, (laughs) and that if I did not stop being so passionate, I was next. I know. And that threat, (laughs) that threat, True. But you know what? I wasn't alone. No, it was me and that new president, and in fact, everyone in the office. We were all fired at once over the telephone. Oh, that's right. It was very cold. Suddenly, all these talented creative people were out on the streets with thousands of talented creative people. I saw this as an opportunity to reinvent myself. So I started going to storytelling festivals and solo shows. I um, still worked in high tech. I love technology. It's an amazing thing, technology. I think that technology is what really is bringing the world closer together. I believe that technology is helping us understand that we are one race, the human race, and that we live in one place, planet Earth. But there's no technology that I have found that can replace face-to-face, eye-to-eye, heart-to-heart, like we're having right now. So I listened. I listened to people's personal stories. I listened and I learned. I learned that the narrative we tell ourselves and that we tell each other can shape our lives, can change our experience, can form a new fabric in our communities. It can build deeper compassion between all of us. I have completely forgotten what I was going to say. felt for me this is like really the story I was born to tell but what I really realized from all of this was that creating a safe space you know when we have these stories about ourselves they can change the beliefs that we have and our beliefs drive our behavior and our behavior really influences how we treat each other and what kind of world we create so I tried to create safe space for people to tell their stories. And my husband and I, we formed Portland Story Theater. And then we started teaching workshops in the art of personal narrative. And then we started having these great showcases like this, urban tellers. And this amazing thing happened. Complete strangers started talking to each other. We noticed that it wasn't just this profound a thing for the person telling the story. No, it was this profound thing for the people hearing the stories. It evoked such a deep empathy between people. I could see story tearing down the barriers of, of all kinds and people connecting, all kinds of people, all ages, all races, all genders, all religions, all social status. So just these things are so moving to me the stories really help us break down those barriers that we've all built up all of us have built up barriers for a lot of reasons you know to feel safe to feel like we belong like we fit in God to keep that paycheck coming you know but I believe that the world is changing the world is becoming a new place that we are needing to feel compassion and understanding towards one another because the world is not a place of competition. It's a place of cooperation. So when I realized all that, I knew that the story was the key. The personal narratives that we, each of us, tell are really the guide for us in our lives and for the future of the world. Portland Story Theater has created a space for people to really come together as a community. And people stand up here and tell stories that really matter, that they speak right from their heart just like I'm speaking right now. And what is it that creates that story that's compelling? What is it that makes it matter? It's honesty and authenticity and sincerity, those things that all of us need to build trust. But it takes a lot of courage to be honest and authentic and sincere. To not pretend to be something that you want people to see to really own the emotional truth of your own story I think that that is the most important thing that we can get to and how do we get to that I think we get to that by deciding to be open by being intentionally vulnerable because it's vulnerability that really brings the great joy in our life it's vulnerability that allows us to really love one another, and to really, genuinely connect. So I ask you, what story are you going to tell? What story are you going to tell to empower yourself in the world? I told you how I love the night sky, the stars and the moon, and the lightning. When I was very, very young, I had a good friend, Maureen. And Maureen and I, even though we were girls, we decided to become blood brothers. (laughs) That's
1: right. There was
0: a magnificent lightning and thunderstorm happening, and we went out in it. And the wind was roaring, and the rain was pouring down, and the thunder and lightning were moving closer and closer. And Maureen and I stood head to head and shoulder to shoulder, safe in our cocoon. Our breath was hot. And just as I pulled out the pin and pricked our fingers, the thunder clapped, and then the lightning flashed as we moved our fingers together, I could taste the electricity in the air and our blood coursed as one. And just as I stood there in the whirl of that storm, I stand before you now, face to face, eye to eye, heart to heart, and we are one, and I am transport. <laughs>